I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. According to the chairman of the Texas Transportation Commission, Bruce Bug, highway funding for the Rio Grande Valley has increased by 270%. But here's the deal. The funding has increased from 2015 when Governor Abbott was first elected governor and he appointed me in uh, February 2015, a couple of weeks after he was inaugurated, to the commission of the Texas Transportation Commission. The, the Unified Transportation Plan, which is our 10-year modeling plan, had a total of I'm looking at my notes here because I wrote all over my, my paper, but $595 million over a 10-year period of time. Now, that was in the 2015 Unified Transportation Program. That's before That was adopted in August of 2014 before Governor Abbott took office and before he appointed me to the commission. I want to share with you that since that $595 million in 2015, in less than seven years, we have increased that by a total of 270% to a total in the UTP that we just adopted two weeks ago to $2.2 billion for this area. So we have increased your funding from 595 to $2.2 billion. Thank you very much. And it's because People like Terry Canales, people like Chuy Hinojosa believed in what the governor and I were saying of if you will merge these MPOs, it will be better for your community as a whole. You can speak as one voice and your funding will increase. And ladies and gentlemen, today I am assuring you with this news and the action we just took that it has increased to that $2.2 billion, up from the $595 million that you were at in the very beginning. And I am very proud to be able to announce that today. Transportation Commission Chairman Bruce Bug spoke at the groundbreaking for the $300 million expansion of the FAR Interchange. Good morning, folks. My name is uh, Pete Alvarez. I am the TxDOT FAR District Engineer. I'd like to welcome everybody uh, here this morning for this much-anticipated groundbreaking of the interchange project of I-2 and I-69C located here in the city of Park. This has been a long time coming. Due to COVID and some other uh, unforeseen circumstances, we've had to delay this, but we're very proud and happy to have uh, all the elected officials, um, our chairman, Textile Transportation Commission uh, Chairman Bud, Mark Williams from administration, and all of you here uh, this morning in the, for this great event. At this point, uh, at TxDOT, safety is our number one priority, and we take safety very seriously. So safety minute for this morning, please watch where you walk, no trips and falls, and make sure you're aware of your surroundings. That's a quick safety minute. Next, we're gonna do the presentation of the colors uh, by the FAR Fire Department Color Guard.
to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Valley. 
uh, I remember very distinctly that when Governor Abbott first appointed me as commissioner in 2015, and then one of the first things I did was I came down to the RTV, knowing how important this is to the state of Texas and the growth. And then I came back in September of 2017, just after Governor Abbott had appointed me as chairman of the Texas Transportation Commission and, and chairman of TxDOT. So it's, it's always good to be back uh, to see my friends here in the RGV. Thank you all for being here. And I especially want to thank uh, Pete. You've done a great job with your uh, district here, with all the folks. When Pete was talking about 2018 and letting this, and it's going to be done by 2023, I know that feels like a long time to drivers and those people in the state of Texas that we serve, but I have to tell you that he is getting this project done. If he can deliver this in the early part of 2023, that is phenomenal speed at which he's delivering this project. So I want to thank Pete you for your leadership as our district engineer in the Far District and thank all of your people for working very hard. And speaking of working very hard, I want to thank the more than 12,500 men and women of TxDOT that serve the Texas Department of Transportation throughout the entire state of Texas, not just in the Far District, but we have a huge group of dedicated men and women that serve you every, every day. I'm also honored to be joined by State Senator uh, Chewy Hinojosa. Chewy, thank you for being here today and also the chairman of the House Transportation Committee, State Representative Terry Canales. Terry, thank you for being here today. State Representative Sergio Munez, thank you again, Sergio, for being here today. Dr. Ambrosio Hernandez, who, who actually has three titles. One is doctor, the second title is mayor of FAR, but the third title is the chairman of the RGV MPO, and I'm going to speak a little bit more about that important project, but thank you, Ambrosio, for being here today. So, as I said, it's a great honor to be here again, uh, and it's also an honor, I must say, that Governor Greg Abbott just reappointed me to another six-year term as chairman of the Texas Transportation Commission and TxDOT. And one of the things the governor and I share is our appreciation of the people in the Rio Grande Valley and the important role you're playing throughout the entire state of Texas because you're involved in the trade, you're involved in all the commerce, you're involved in uh, agricultural, but you're really involved in what we see as a growing population here in the RGV and I can assure you that Governor Abbott and I as chairman of TxDOT are very focused on this community thriving in the future. My policy as chairman from day one has been very simple. Execute, execute, execute. And you can see this, again, I was appointed chairman in September of 2017, and as Pete said, this project started in 2018, and it's going to be finished in 2023. And so, Pete, thank you for adhering to the it's very simple policy I have of execute, execute, execute. So what we're doing is we're taking the dollars throughout the entire state of Texas and we're putting the dollars where taxpayers need them to be and they want them to be. And certainly this I-2, I-69C interchange, but also adding. And Pete had the foresight 
could basically take this from just an interchange, but he also said, as he mentioned in his early remarks, we can do better. Now, it doubled the cost of the project. Don't do that all the time, Pete, okay? We'll go broke. But, but it, doubled the, it doubled the cost of the project, but look at what the benefits to your community will be with all the 7.8 miles that are going to be uh, added with the lanes going from basically three lanes in each direction to four lanes in each direction, working the feeder roads, and also working the interchange. I can assure you that there are interchanges around the state of Texas and in my hometown of San Antonio where the interchanges desperately need what you're getting here. So uh, I'm just so glad that we're doing that. Let me talk a little bit about the population growth. You have had wonderful population growth here in the uh, RGV, but the state of Texas has had great population growth and we expect the population growth to continue. In fact, right now the state of Texas, the population is currently 29.1 million Texans and the state demographer who I work very closely with because it drives a lot of our decisions has projected that the population of the entire state of Texas is going to grow to 47 million Texans by the year 2050, which is about a 62% increase in population. So it falls to the Texas Transportation Commission, which oversees Texas Department of Transportation, to try to balance the needs throughout the state of this fast-growing state, and we want to keep it fast-growing, but one of the things we know will keep it fast-growing is our transportation system. So. We are desperately trying to balance the available precious taxpayer dollars that we have to meet the needs all throughout the state of Texas. And I want to just compliment the growth that you all have had because between 2010, which is the last census, the total population of the three counties that compose the RGV MPO are Willisee, Cameron, Hildago of a total of 1,203,000. 123 uh, people, but that has grown from 2010 to 2020, the most current census population, to a total of 1,311,962, so you've added 108,839 people for a growth rate of 9.05% just in the last 10 years. We understand that this growth that you've experienced has led to more congestion, has led to more needs for your transportation needs. And that's why when I came down here in early days and then when I came back as chairman of the Texas Department of Transportation, I reached out to Senator Hinojosa. I reached out to Chairman Canales. I reached out to Ambrosio and I said, if the three communities that had separate MPOs could just work together, if you could work together and merge these three MPOs and create an RGV MPO, I assure you the funding will increase. And Senator Hinojosa, you remember our conversations. And you took direct leadership in this project as well as Terry Canales took direct leadership in this project. And I want to thank both of you for your time in trying to bring these three MPOs together. And now I'm here to announce 
what the impact of bringing those three MPOs together has been. As I said, your population for the three MPOs, the, the counties that they covered, the population has grown 9.05%. But here's the deal. The funding has increased from 2015 when Governor Abbott was first elected governor and he appointed me in uh, February 2015, a couple of weeks after he was inaugurated, to the commission of the Texas Transportation Commission. The, the Unified Transportation Plan, which is our 10-year modeling plan, had a total of I'm looking at my notes here because I wrote all over my, my paper, but $595 million over a 10-year period of time. Now, that was in the 2015 Unified Transportation Program. That's before, that was adopted in August of 2014 before Governor Abbott took office and before he appointed me to the commission. I want to share with you that since that $595 million in 2015, in less than seven years, we have increased that by a total of 270% to a total in the UTP that we just adopted two weeks ago to $2.2 billion for this area. So we have increased your funding from 595 to $2.2 billion. Thank you very much. And it's because People like Terry Canales, people like Chuy Hinojosa believed in what the governor and I were saying of if you will merge these MPOs, it will be better for your community as a whole. You can speak as one voice and your funding will increase. And ladies and gentlemen, today I am assuring you with this news and the action we just took that it has increased to that $2.2 up from the $595 million that you were at in the very beginning. And I am very proud to be able to announce that today. So I just want to conclude my remarks by saying this is a fantastic project for the RTV, but it is the work of a lot of men and women that have believed in our planning here in the Far District under Pete's leadership. But Senator Hinojosa, Chairman Canales, thank you for believing in me. Thank you for believing in Governor Abbott. Thank you for believing in the Texas Department of Transportation that we would answer the call if you merge these together so that we can work with you on these big projects. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for sharing some time with me today. It's an honor to be here. Thank you. Thank you, Chairman Buck. And next, I welcome to the podium Senator Juan Chuy Hinojosa. Uh, actually, uh, Chairman Buck, now we have here an open tent air conditioning, just like we're doing the real <laughs> rally. He thought we would come to a real air conditioning tent. And this is here, the valley, caliente. Let me tell you, I, I am very happy and proud to be here uh, because of all the work that went into trying to get this bar interchange adjusted and reconstructed. When you first built in 20, I think it was 2011, uh, we knew then, no, it's not the wrong date, but it, we, 30 years ago, that's when it was built, 30 years ago when it was built, we knew they wouldn't be able to handle the traffic. 
Those of us who live here can tell the difference in the growth that's been taking place over the last 30 years. You can see it in the traffic and the congestion that, that happens. Those of you who drive from the east coming this way to McAllen or to Edinburgh, you see the long line going all the way to Alamo. Same thing coming in from the west. So this interchange is extremely important for us for our economic growth, creation of jobs, but also to be able to handle the increase in interstate commerce with Mexico, which is our biggest trading partner. Uh, and it really took a lot of people, a lot of teamwork to get this done. Merging the MPO has really made a difference in terms of the funding that has increased and being made available to us here in the River Valley Valley. But we also needed leaders in the state of Texas, like Chairman Barr, who were always available, always uh, open to our suggestions, to our recommendations, and why. Right? And that's important. Help us make our case to why we need the interchange to increase, to be able to be reconstructed, to adjust for all the increase in commerce, commercial uh, trucks that's taking place and the increase in population. It's always, we talk about Friday night football here in the valley. Friday night football that we don't work together. Well, merging the MPO proved that different. We work Cameron County, we work in Dallas County, we work with the mayors of Brownsville, Harlingen, here McAllen, Edinburgh, Far, uh, and got it done. It took a lot of meetings, redrafted that agreement at least 25, 30 times, uh, but there were key players here locally. Uh, one of them was Mayor Ambrosio Hernandez who really took the lead in trying to finalize the agreement. I like to call him the hammer, but we were this close, this close, he got involved and went boom, and he got done. Uh, so thank you, Mayor Ambrosio Hernandez. Uh, he's been the first chairperson, the first chairman for the MPO. He's done a great job. When we had issues and problems, he'll work them out. Uh, so for us, uh, the MPO is just the beginning. I also want to thank David DeAnda, the chairman of the RMA, because we finally got it, we finally received the funding for 365, uh, which is very important again to try to alleviate some of the trucking that goes through the neighborhoods to get them out to the expressways, out to 281 North to be able to allow uh, more safety for our citizens uh, and drivers here in the uh, Nidawa County. For us, this is just the beginning. Here in Dowell County, we grew by 12% during the last 10 years. But other parts of the state are also growing. But the key here is the growing commercial trucking, the growing commercial business, the growing commercial trade we have with Mexico, which is in the billions, and the billions. And we just changed the NAFTA agreement to the USMCA agreement, the United States, Mexico, Canada Association. Uh, they will produce more business, more commerce, where we need to continue investing in our infrastructure here. And I'll stop, but I do want to thank all of you for being here. Uh, I, I don't know uh, what, what is happening here in the valley, but I do know for sure that we now see this area as a region, uh, as a region that needs to work together to maximize our resources and maximize our leverage, not only up in Austin, but Washington, D.C. Uh, and I also want to thank Mr. Contreras, he's here, the Rio Grande Valley Partnership has really done a great job also in organizing all the businesses, 
Sergio, uh, thank you for being here and uh, uh, in, in trying to bring us together in identifying the priorities that we have. So that when we speak in Austin, and we speak in Washington, D.C., we speak with one voice to make life better for all of us here. So thank you very much for being here, uh, and I appreciate the leadership, Chairman Bird. Uh, he's always open, uh, call him, he'll turn your call right away, uh, and that's what we need. Just, abrano la cuarta, we'll come in. Thank you. Thank you, Senator Hinojosa. And next, I uh, would like to welcome House Transportation Chairman, Representative Terry Canales. What an exciting day. Um, Chairman Bug, thank you for your friendship. Thank you for um, all you've done for the Rio Grande Valley. I know your door, as the Senator said, is always open. Uh, and their focus and their focal point of making sure that our region um, gets what it deserves uh, seems to be at the forefront of politics in Austin. I will tell you, Pete, that if we started planning this thing approximately, you said around 30 years ago, they were talking about it. Uh, so upon completion, I look forward to talking with you about the next expansion. <laughs> uh, the Rio Grande Valley has about, according to the census, 1.4 million residents, uh, truck traffic of over a million commercial vehicles and millions of passenger vehicles. Uh, the reality is we're growing by leaps and bounds. Our region is an economic focal point. It is a trade zone. It is one of the lifeblood of not only South Texas, of Texas, but the entire United States. Uh, I want to thank, uh, as you heard earlier, the leadership of Mayor Ambrosio Hernandez. Um, he has been instrumental in not only helping us uh, merge the MPOs, but bringing a lot of the additional funding. As you heard Chairman Bug earlier, our funding is going to increase almost 300% to billions of dollars, billions of dollars over the next 10 years. It's unprecedented. Uh, but the Valley in, in and of itself is unprecedented. We are dynamic. And so goes the Rio Grande Valley, so goes the state of Texas. Um, as we see, we are the lifeblood and the commercial center of not only Texas, but the United States. Our commerce feeds the United States. So this interchange is instrumental in not only getting people to and from work, but getting people fed across the entire United States. And so I, I can't say enough about the people that are behind me, um, including my delegation member, Sergio Munoz. Um, I'll reiterate what the Senator said, because in 2013, when I, when I was elected, um, the legislature seemed to take a different change and a different approach to how our delegation operated, and that was under the leadership of Senator Hinojosam. We began to work as a region, not as one city against another, not as Hidalgo County against Cameron, but as a South Texas region. And if we continue to work together as a region, there is nothing we can accomplish. And this isn't just an interchange, it's a monument and a testament to what we can accomplish when we work together. Thank you. Thank you, Representative Canales. And next we invite Representative Sergio Munoz to Good morning, and uh, I was just talking to uh, Mr. Alvarez here, and I was remembering back in the early 90s on top of a fire truck actually going through the interchange when it was actually inaugurated uh, almost 28 years ago. 
and how we look at history and we look at the work of so many leaders before us, so many of our leaders that we have here on stage today, and look at the uh, positive changes and positive things that are happening here in the Rio Grande Valley. And I know uh, Chairman Bug uh, mentioned this, and I think that's extremely important, is, is uh, he mentioned about coming down to the valley, educating himself about our region, what the needs are, and what we can do as a state working together uh, to improve our region, and that's extremely important. So for him to take uh, the time to do that and to work with the, re with the rest of the Texas Commission is extremely vital for us here uh, to make these changes to our community. I know it was mentioned also earlier to thank all of the TxDOT employees and all the work that they do day in and day out uh, because they really are uh, the backbone of our state agencies like all of our state employees and we need to thank them uh, more often for everything that they do and their commitment to the state and to the people that we serve. As uh, Senator mentioned and the Chairman, uh, Chairman Canales as well and everybody who's been here, everything happens when you work together and you bring forth ideas, you come to the table and you try to make it happen. Dr. Hernandez is a big believer in that, in making sure that we all work as a region, that all of the great ideas that we can put forth really come together and we see it come to fruition and this is no different than that. Going forward, the importance of the region is not only addressing the regional issues, but coming up with regional solutions. And that's exactly what we're seeing today here with this interchange project. As Chairman Canales mentioned, we have to look now at the next 30 years, what we're gonna do uh, to expand the uh, transportation footprint here in the Rio Grande Valley, the importance of our international commerce, the mobility of uh, commercial vehicles, and uh, I'm just thankful and blessed to be a part of that, and I look forward to working with everybody here uh, to make that happen in the future. So congratulations to all of those that made this uh, a reality today for all of their work, and I look forward to working with you all in the future. Thank you, and may God bless you. Representative Munoz, and now we invite uh, Dr. Ambrosio Hernandez, Mayor of the City of Park, and Chairman of the RGV MPO. Dr. Hernandez. Good morning, Maria. Uh, welcome everybody to the City of Park. Chairman, Mark, Senator, legislators, of course, thank, thank you gentlemen for coming in today. Busy day, a little warm, but thank you. Uh, from the City of Park's perspective, you know, I joined the City of Park in 2015, same thing as you, Mr. Chairman, when you joined the, as an appointee, now you're Chairman. Um, I've had great mentors. People always tell me, where on earth is it that you're getting your energy and level, and uh, it's, it's the guys behind me. I've had great mentors. That's who I, look, who I look at to figure out what it is I need to do in FAR, because whatever I do in FAR does matter to the Rio Grande Valley and to the state of Texas, Senator and Chairman. It does. And so we're not single-minded only in the city of FAR. We think region, and I'm so proud of that. The first example of that was this interchange. After taking off in 2015, we did prove to the state of Texas that we could work as a team, as a region. We got letters from everybody from the Cameron County and from all through the county to prove to people that we are not Friday night mentality. We are a region. And we also were able to bring in our Willacy and soon uh, Star County, right? Star County is coming into, our, into the fold because we are no longer considered either Farr, McAllen, or Brownsville. We're one region. And we're gonna do everything possible to be sure the residents of the Rio Grande Valley and the state of Texas are always put as a priority, not any one region. So I'm very proud to be involved with that. And I, in one way, I, could, I look at myself as a General Patton, where I got all the war, all the injuries because of these guys. They gave me the marching orders. Go get the merger done, make sure you get the IBTC done, make sure you get everybody working together. And I don't mind playing that role 
as long as they get to serve and help people out, it's, it's, it's a passion of ours that we have here in the city of Park. Two major projects that the MPO, the RGV MPO has put as a priority, and Chairman Bugs is well over it, fully aware of it, is of course is our IBTC for Hidalgo County and of course for Cameron County, the I-550, 550 project. Those are number one priorities and continue to be our priorities when we sign the merger as to be funded so we can prove to the state of Texas that this is what we need for our region. We have major international commerce that goes through our region. One of the key points to this endeavor, local right now here, the exchange is the fact that us that live here, we no longer, as you know, Chairman Buck, we no longer wanted to see semis next to our school buses. We're having too many accidents on the freeways, too many fatalities. Forget people being injured, people are dying. And in their wisdom, they saw, they understood. We went to Austin, we pleaded with them, and it was a very, actually, easy conversation because they understood that the Rio Grande Valley, among the entire border, we are the port of entry to the state of Texas and to this nation. We're a big economic engine, but we need safety. We need movement of commerce and also of our citizens. So I want to thank Chairman Marcus Well, Senator, our legislators for picking up that ball, running with it, and taking the time to listen to us here in the Rio Grande Valley. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Hernandez. You know, in closing, uh, I think of words, safety, connectivity, mobility, economic development opportunities. Projects like these are the ones that make it happen. But I also think partnership, regionalization, one MPO, coming together and working through challenges that we may face. I want to thank everybody for being here this morning. I want to recognize uh, JP, DPJV, the Pregado School List Joint Venture, for helping put this uh, together, the FAR District staff and the City of FAR, obviously for the tent, the chairs and everything, all the accommodations that they have made. Thank you once again. I want to thank each and every one of you for taking time this morning. The Texas Department of Transportation hosted that groundbreaking for the expansion of the FAR interchange on September 21st. I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service.